0: for your sports talk fix every day from 4 to 6. It's Scalzo and Brust.
1: Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at the it's Avenue. Party, baby. This is Scalzo and Brust. Woo! Presented by Bud Light. It's a party, baby. On 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.
0: It's a party, baby.
2: He is big time. Benny Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. You, the Scalzo and Brust family calling, texting 800-990-ESPN. That's 800-990-3776. The NFL continues to capture headlines across the country. The Bucs finally lost on Saturday night, the curse of Benny Bucks.
3: Geez, I didn't realize that. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I tend to screw things up when I try and involve myself with good things. I went to the Bucks against 76ers.
2: Screw that up. Well, the Badgers ended up hanging on to their what what little hope they have of making the NCAA tournament. I know Joe Linardiasm is his last four in right now. Uh, They end up beating Minnesota yesterday. Stay alive at least. That would have been a very tough loss. Head to the Big Ten tournament. It's a 12 seed. Still. (laughs) yeah. But NFL rules all. And on the day that Derek Carr announces he is headed to New Orleans to play for Dennis Allen and the Saints, Rich Eisen shares with us. The rumors from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. What were they talking about? Eisen's got a good voice. Steakhouse. Here's what Rich Eisen had to say.
1: Number two on the list of rumors I heard at the Combine. The Packers sure hope Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come back. (laughs) (laughs) They... Sure hope. <laughs> just like praying. That when he comes up with his decision, it is, I wish to retire or I wish to be traded elsewhere. Wow. They do not want his response to be, let's run it back. When I say I heard that over and over and over again, it's just like, you have no idea what's going on there. And, wow. you know, you have, you know, and all of that. I do, once again, have. I cannot sit here and say I have facts from ground zero in Wisconsin. And clearly, you know, Rodgers has told you through his many appearances, certainly on McAfee's show, that nobody, like a very, very small subset of people, know what he's thinking. I'm saying hot rumor at the Combine is the Packers want an answer from Rodgers to be no more. Because they also, I don't think, want to be the ones to... End the relationship.
0: Right.
2: So on the uh, Monday, March 6th edition of I'm going to tell you what I think I think based on the things that I think that I've heard, uh, but they may or may not happen, but I'm going to say it in a way that presents itself as news. Rich Eisen coming out saying the Packers would prefer Aaron to retire or be traded elsewhere. And again, it's just the latest voice in the human centipede that has become the Aaron Rodgers rumor mill of when enough people are saying the same amount of things, they just start repeating one another until. You get the same take over and over and over again, just dressed in different clothes. This time, it's in the what did I hear at the NFL Combine?
3: Rumors, rumors, and then the guys that are in the Rich Eisen show laughing about, ha 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 ha. The Packers don't make fun of the Rogers. producer that laughs
2: as the host talk. Don't make fun of that producer. <laughs> yeah, That's, but we've got that too.
3: Yeah, but they don't have Joshie's cap No, it's not.
2: They're not as good of laughers. Like.
3: Josh brings something to the show. Those guys didn't bring anything other than a knee slap and laugh.
2: But let's take it completely at face value, right? The Packers' preference is that Aaron Rodgers retires or is traded elsewhere and they can move on to Jordan Love. Do they prefer him to retire or play elsewhere? Because on one hand, he retires... You work out his contract stuff, you send him off, you celebrate him. Uh, Josh DiMaggio, who's still at this point sort of upset with Aaron at this point. Even he'd though it's the he'd longest, celebrate him. It's the longest relationship he's had with anybody in his life outside of his family. If he just retires, Josh is pro-Aaron. Versus totally. If Aaron goes to play elsewhere, he's yeah. anti-Aaron. So on one hand, you went over the, the PR battle. You went over the fans. You don't have to worry about Aaron Rodgers playing elsewhere and shoving it back into your face. And you make it look like, hey, we were prepared with Jordan Love. But you get nothing in return from a trade standpoint. You trade Aaron Rodgers. Now all of a sudden you get value back that you could use to rebuild your roster around a Jordan Love and ultimately provide maybe one, maybe two, maybe three more pieces to try to turn this into a winner because the ultimate scorecard here isn't going to be the PR battle between March and... I don't give a crap
3: about the retirement.
2: In September, the real scorecard here is going to be who wins over the next few years. Now... In that case, you have the potential of Aaron going and winning a Super Bowl elsewhere, playing great elsewhere. Jordan Love failing while Aaron succeeds, and all of a sudden, you're not only losing the PR battle in the offseason, but also losing the who-was-right battle and having massive amounts of egg on your face as a front office that said, you know what? We're moving on from Aaron Rodgers, and he goes and puts an MVP caliber season together as he did multiple times after teams have counted him out.
3: Well, To me, if you're the Green Bay Packers, and and these are the two things that you get to to hope for, right, retirement or trading him, It's it's got to be, if all of this just report after report after report after report about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, is to be true that the Packers really don't want Aaron Rodgers, then who cares about the stupid PR battle? If you don't want Aaron Rodgers as the Green Bay Packers, they are then assuming that he's not good enough to help them win a Super Bowl. Then if that's the case of the two options of retirement or trading, they should be hoping they should trade him. They can trade him for value. They should be hope, hoping that he wants to play and not for the Green Bay Packers so they can trade him for assets. Because you know why? Because if they believed in him to the point that he would be as good as he will be somewhere else to win a Super Bowl, they would be foolish not to be doing everything in their power to bring him back because they know that. That if Aaron Rodgers is capable of that, it's only smart in the world of the NFL where finding quarterbacks is hard enough. I mean, just seeing Derek Carr sign with the Saints, do you know what I mean? Like, just seeing that today. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers did last year. I'm willing to roll the dice for one year for Aaron Rodgers than to sign Derek Carr for three, four years to the Saints and say, hey... This is our guy for four years. Let's see what happens. I'd rather have one year of knowing that I actually have a chance, even though I know they went 8-9. Did Goody do a ton to help them? I know we're going round and round. I know we're going round and round and round and round. But if I'm the Packers, if Aaron doesn't want to be a Green Bay Packer, I'm trying to trade him for as much value as possible. I'm trying to get as much as I can because at that point, I don't believe that he can win a Super Bowl elsewhere. Because if you did think he could win a Super Bowl
2: elsewhere – They'd be doing everything in Goody's power to bring him back. But but what if they're not willing to do it uh, in that spot? Like, what if it is in today's world, in 2023, when success in traditional metrics of success tend to not be important if they have a headache that comes along with that level of success, right? How many times in life now do you see All different businesses making business decisions and saying, you know what, maybe this would get the most amount of attention. Maybe this would make the best content. Maybe this would be best for this, but the amount of headaches that come with it just doesn't make it worthwhile. What if the Packers are at this point like, yeah, Aaron gives us the best chance to win next year we know we're going to head into a down year with Jordan Love whether he's the answer for the future or not because we had to deal with a down year with Aaron Rodgers his first year as a starter and it's just how the league is it's just it's still short sighted but i'm saying i'm saying what like if that's the context if we know next year is going to be a down year with Jordan Love but we're still willing to go through it because we think the next 4 years after that are going to be better than the next 4 years after we have this one year with Aaron Rodgers is it worse then to have Aaron Rodgers taking the jets to the playoffs and having every week Jordan Love Throw for 160 yards uh, while getting sacked five times, and have Aaron Rodgers again playing like an MVP at the height of his powers, and going on McAfee and making uh, sly remarks about how the Packers didn't want him anymore. Like that's what they're going to have to ultimately decide. I-
3: I'm I'm so anti-Packers right now in terms of the way they've handled the Aaron Rodgers situation. It's ridiculous because to claim to want to potentially get rid of Aaron Rodgers for all the reports that I'm hearing. Like, you have to have some sort of idea. There's there's just no way on God's green earth that in one year, Jordan Love did enough from offseason to end of season to prove to you that that's enough to move on from Aaron
2: Rodgers. No, but 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 again, we're providing that they're there already. Like that's the part of the equation that we're giving to have this exercise, this thought exercise we're doing on the air here is, given that they want to make one of these two decisions, which one do you think they want to make? If the third choice here is Aaron Rodgers as a Packer, what's first and second between Aaron retiring and Aaron being traded to another team? I'm still
3: saying traded to another th- another team because you're you're working on. I'm working under the assumption that if you're willing to trade Aaron Rodgers, right, if you're willing to trade Aaron Rodgers, you don't believe in him. So go get the assets. Who cares about the PR battle and winning? Oh, he retired a
2: Packer. Look how great this is. We all know it's a crap relationship. You're not fooling anybody. It's a joke. 800 espn again, 800 3776 Montreal in Milwaukee chimes in, says Aaron Rodgers is a regular season player, just a guy that doesn't get the job done when it matters the most. Pressure bust pipes in his burst under pressure every time, period. He punctuated that with a wrote-out wrote period? Wrote period. Look. Montreal goes hard to the hoop, man. Got to respect it. That at
3: least he's giving us something, right? Like, that I'm fine with. The salary cap nonsense, I'm not, right? If, if, if you say, I'm sick of... Uh, there's so many people that don't want
2: Aaron Rodgers back because of the cap hit. Adam and Madison chimes in, says maybe they really want him back, and they say they don't just to ensure he comes back. Because if Aaron hears that, he'll stay out of spite, and then he'll do very well because he was doubted. Um, I, I've
3: played that scenario in my head. I don't think the Packers are smart enough to have done it. I don't think the Packers are smart enough. If to they have...
2: are, you would hope they uh, they would have struck psychological warfare on Devontae Adams to find a way for him to stick around. Yeah,
3: right? yeah, yeah. Treating him this way, will get him back. Watch. I've already lost that once. Didn't work out so hot. I'm just there. like, I, I, like I just, I really truly feel like they are a directionless front office. I, I I I can't stand the way that this whole process went out. They gave him an extension last year because Jordan Love wasn't good enough at the time. And now they want Aaron gone because they had an 8-9 season and they think that like moving on all, after 1 year? That's
2: crazy to me. Look, if I'm the Packers, I want Rodgers to retire. I'll tell you why next. Skellsome Rust presented I, I, by I want to hear greatest, why. Presented by the world's greatest beer.
1: You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Would you ever eat the placenta? Is that something that you'd be open to doing?
2: Yeah, he doesn't know what a placenta is.
3: I mean, I feel like it's part of the female reproductive system. (laughs) 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 Honest
4: to God, I don't know how you
5: did graduate from
4: that. Like, I I have no idea what courses you took. It's pretty...
1: Eh. subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on apple spotify and wherever you get your podcasts
2: rich eisen gave us The rumors he was hearing at the NFL Combine on The Rich Eisen Show. One of those rumors is that the Packers would prefer Aaron Rodgers to retire or be traded elsewhere.
3: Hit the breaking news
2: sounder. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-ESPN. What do you want to happen between those two? If Aaron's not returning to the Packers... Would you prefer that he retires and you don't have to see him play in another uniform or get traded where the Packers get some draft capital in return? We were having a conversation about what we think the Packers would want to happen. You said you think the Packers want to trade him, to trade him. Because because if they're going to
3: move on from Aaron Rodgers, you have Jordan Love. Maximize assets. That should be the thought process of the general manager, Brian Gutekunst. Spare me the... you know, gets to retire with that G logo and all that crap because
2: they don't actually like each other. If the Packers ultimately want Aaron to not be on the team any longer, then that tells me that winning the Super Bowl in 2023 isn't the priority. It's not. What it tells me is that self-preservation is the priority. It's cash And when flour. it comes to self-preservation of Goody... Of Lafleur, of the triumvirate of power, of the Green Bay Packers front office. When it comes to saving face, it's best if Aaron Rodgers isn't in the league. If there wasn't a decision to be made, they made the decision last year to re-sign Aaron Rodgers, even though they didn't want him. Right? They made that pretty clear uh, to everybody over the you know since they drafted Jordan Love. They don't want to want or they don't want to need Aaron Rodgers. But at that point last year, at this point last year, Jordan Love wasn't good enough for them to move on. And if they moved on to Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers kept playing at MVP level, then Goody was going to lose his job and LaFleur might be exposed and they would be out.
3: The crazy part was he was exposed last
2: year, in my opinion, despite
3: Aaron Rodgers' play.
2: So they gave Rodgers the massive contract, which they're looking at now as a mistake, due to self-preservation. And when you look at where they're at this year, in order to continue that self-preservation, you have to look at what's best for Goody and LaFleur. And what's best for Goody and LaFleur in a year where they're not actively trying to win the Super Bowl isn't acquiring more, uh, more talent. It's actually just eliminating the alternate reality. It's eliminating the alternate universe in which Aaron Rodgers is playing for another team, and people could look at it and say, well, what if Aaron was playing like this for the Packers? Because if in Week 8, Week 9, Week 12, the Packers are headed nowhere under Jordan Love, and the Jets are contending for a, uh, a, a, a division title in the AFC East alongside you know, the Dolphins, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and Josh Allen and the Bills, and then all of a sudden people are going to look at it and say, what the hell were they doing?
3: I think you're exactly right from that standpoint. But, like, if the, I just keep getting to the point where if the Packers are so ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers that all the propaganda that's been put out by national reporters or Bob McGinn or whoever, right? Like, if they feel that strongly, if that's the message that's getting they out there. Though.
2: Remember, everything we're hearing is not that the Packers want to move on. If you replay that clip, Joshie with Rich Eisen. He says, ultimately, the Packers want Rodgers to retire or ask to be traded. They didn't say the Packers want to trade him. They don't want to be the one initiating it.
3: But that like that's just a subliminal way of saying like they don't want him. That's just like it's just another way of saying that they don't want him. And if you don't want him, then you don't think he's good enough. And if you don't think he's good enough, then you shouldn't have to be worried about what he does with the Jets. Get some picks for him.
2: I don't necessarily think that's how it goes. I think at that point it's hey look, let's let's uh let's move on to Jordan Love and if Aaron's out there causing havoc then it's going to look really bad for him. And I think ultimately you want him out of the league and you want in this entire thing is set up where the Packers want all of this to be on air. So if Aaron ends up being traded, they could say look, Aaron asked out. They're wimps. 990 ESPN. Let's go to Jake in Milwaukee. Jake, welcome to Scouts from Russell, presented by Bud Light. What do you got?
4: I know you asked the question about would I rather have Aaron Rodgers retire or get traded. Personally, as a fan, I would rather have him get traded so the Packers could at least get some draft capital in it. Which what I want to ask you, Greg, if he gets traded to the Jets, what do you think will be a good return on the trade? Like draft picks, players, or what? I think if Thank Aaron gets traded
2: to the Jets, then you ask, yes, a first-round pick would be great. I think anything you get above a first, you, you have to be thankful for. But I don't think you're getting two firsts. Depends you're not getting, on how he restructures
3: contract for them to take him as well. You're not
2: getting players back because they're trying to win. So I think if you can get a one for Aaron, maybe a one and a four or one and a three, then great. I don't think you're getting much better than that, but I think you can hope for a first. ESPN. Let's go to John and Cedarburg. John, welcome to Scalzo and Bross. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'm wondering how many people are more sick of the Aaron Rodgers
4: talk than actually of Aaron Rodgers, just because
1: great
0: it gets
4: to
6: at nauseum every day. We haven't heard from Aaron. We've heard, like, two things from Aaron in this whole time since the offseason, and it's just the, oh, here's what I think type of thing. And I wonder how many people just get sick of that so they get into the point where it's like, you know what, I want him to get rid of him just so I don't have to hear it anymore.
2: It's a great Thanks question, John, and Cedarberg. It's like around the holidays – I mean, all you hear is Christmas music, and then by Christmas you're like, "I'm so damn sick of Christmas music." It's not the music's fault; it's the fact that it's been playing everywhere for a damn month. I I, I think you're 100 percent right. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has done anything to make people sick of him. I think that uh, the story's so fascinating, and the uh, the 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 human centipede of of rumors and, and whatnot is has, has gotten so strong that people people get sick of it.
3: Speaking of Christmas music, I mean. It already is obnoxious, but you know who makes it more obnoxious? The hall monitor Jesse Nelson playing every bump back the entire month of December as Christmas music on Wildy and Touch from nine and noon.:
2: Yeah, it's around the Christmas table this year, this past year, in fact, what a few months ago, our entire table is blaming Wildy and Touch for ruining Christmas for him because of how they played music for an entire month. So my family did. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 800-990-ESPN, again, Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. 3776 Josh is oddly quiet back there. Uh, I'm just Fox imagining your, your, your family sitting around enjoying some spiced, like, heated
0: rum, and Wilde and Tausch really ruined all I want for Christmas this year for me
2: too many times.
0: The whole no. holiday yeah. was ruined. It's it wasn't that. It's not
2: just that. I, I, I My don't... daughter, in fact, stopped opening presents, and she just said, Wilde and Tausch... <laughs> And just, like, <laughs> threw her hands up and was done. I let Wilding tell no,
0: the day they start playing Christmas music, I'm over it. Oh, no, you, 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 you put your I foot down, your I go straight Josh? to the source. Who, Jesse? Instead of sub-little messages.
2: Well, who's doing that? Don't know. We're just giving you the takeaway. 800-990-ESPN. Uh, Let's go to Dan in Sheboygan. Dan, welcome to Scalzo and Ross. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got? Best case scenario, even if Rodgers comes back for 23, I still don't think Green Bay is
4: good enough because once he restructures his contract, bizarre. they're going to have enough money for him as a draft pick, and that's about it. At best case scenario, he's good about one or two years. It's time to move on. They've had all of quarterbacks for 30 years. they traded up to get Jordan
2: Love. I mean, time to move on from the Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Dan, do you want so by time to move on? Do you want them to trade Aaron Rodgers, or do you want Aaron Rodgers to retire? What would be your preferred outcome? I want Mark Murphy gone, and I want one general manager with a set of balls, and I want you to trade Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I thank you, you, Dan and Sheboygan. You got there on the third on the third swing, but you know what? (laughs) Hey, you
3: get three you get three swings. uh, You know, as long as you only have two strikes. 800, 990, 37, Well, there's foul balls. There's
2: a lot going on in the third third swing thing. 262 chimes in, says, You are assuming Rodgers can get to the playoffs. Then what? He chokes every year. Why are you convinced he's going to be great all of a sudden? If you can't win playoff games, what? Good is he? Good ridden. So I'll play this yeah, out. Yeah, let's do it. So let's play this out. I can't let's wait pretend for the Packer this. or let's pretend the Jets, right? The one team he's being linked to, end up going twelve and five next year. Say eleven and six, right? They end up making the playoffs. They win a playoff game. He gets bounced. He doesn't even make it to the uh uh the AFC championship to the game. AFC championship game. The entire run up there is the Packers go eight and nine once again, and Jared Jordan loves struggles. And I'm not saying that as Jordan loves going you to suck whenever. Him Jared Goff.
3: what I call him? You almost called him Jared Goff. what I call him? Jordan, Jordan. You said Jared Jordan, so I figured Jared was for Jared Goff because that's
2: his. That's Josh, his... can you translate what's happening right now?
0: No, Ben, shut up. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. I'm so confused. So, so if the Jets end up going 11 and six with Rodgers there, the Packers, and again, no slight on, on Jordan Love. This is how Aaron Rodgers played his first year, too, taking over. He ends up going 8-9 and nine, or say 7-10. and 10, And the team isn't relevant whatsoever. The entire season is going to be compared one-to-one. We will be covering Aaron Rodgers. All the stations in Wisconsin will be covering Aaron Rodgers just as much as they're covering Jordan Love. And the entire year is going to be, well, what if he was playing like that on the Packers? They'd be a Super Bowl contender. The entire year here, it would feel like a failure. A failure of the Packers to have traded Aaron Rodgers for someone who's going to now amount to a first-round draft pick who's not going to make an impact in year one. The team's not set up to. So even if Aaron doesn't advance in the playoffs or win a Super Bowl, the entire narrative for the next year and a half will be that the Packers made a mistake. And I think that they care far too much about what other people think and about preserving their own jobs and their own futures, which by the way, every single one of one of us would do as well. There are very few people in the world that would be like, I'm probably gonna get fired for this, but it's the right thing to do for the organization, even if I'm not here to see it through. So what do you think that right answer is? Like what like what is the
3: best preservation in your opinion? I'm for- saying the best pres the best thing to happen to help preserve the career of
2: of Goody is, and LaFleur is, 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 is Rodgers retired. retired. So say say Aaron Rodgers. Because then what choice? You can't blame them for anything that happens. Then they look like they were prepared for the end of his career. You have a guy for two years in Jordan Love, and it, it wasn't even a choice. Aaron moving on to the next thing. It's the I, best thing for them to preserve their the rest of their career.
0: I actually think Goody has a pretty good chance of living it out. I don't think LaFleur has the same. If the Jordan Love thing goes off the rails, just because the Packers are historically a slow-moving organization in terms of making changes, I think someone in the front office could last a lot longer than the head coach could.
2: I I agree with you, but I also think it's different now than it's ever been because the, the reporting structure, everyone goes straight up to Murphy. You know, there's no... Like, Goody can't throw LaFleur under the bus and be like, let me try it with another coach here. And I think that will present an interesting... Uh, um Predicament. You also have to look at this as how many more years does Murphy have? Two. I think twenty twenty five is his his last year based on the age. And so two more years as he's saying, all right, I need to make sure I have the right people in place here. Or will he say, I'm seeing it through with this group. And it's the responsibility of the next president of the Packers to bring in his own regime. There's a lot I mean, at play in that conversation. Eight hundred nine ninety espn Again, Eight hundred nine Let's go to the official and official uncle of the Scalzo and Russ family, Ron in the key. Ron, A. what do you got? Gregory,
4: I'm happy, I'm happy you said the last part because anybody who doesn't understand that the reason why coaches don't go for it on fourth down, they don't go for a run two, and the reason that most GMs do the things they do is on self-preservation, not because they truly believe every decision is optimized for the best decision. So it's not unique to them about this or, or about Aaron Rodgers. That's just the nature of business when you have that much money on the line that's how they're, everyone's going to do it. 100%. So it's like kind of Right, so then it's not relevant to this, right? I mean, I mean it's relevant but it's not it's not because of this. That's
2: just how they do everything. Yeah, but I think it's an important aspect to the decision-making process. A lot of times we look at these decisions in a vacuum and say, you know what, it's better if the Packers trade Rodgers because they get assets in return, where it's kind of like it's actually better for Lafleur and Goody if Rodgers just doesn't play football anymore because then all of a sudden there's nothing they can be held culpable for.
4: I would agree that enlightened people like yourself and I think about things that way.
2: Speaking of, how many wins
4: do you think, whatever team Aaron Rodgers is on next year? If you don't get to know what team, how many wins does Aaron Rodgers at starting quarterback win next year?
2: 10 plus. Yeah, I'd put the over under at 10, and I'd take the over.
4: I'll take the under. You let me know. Thank Have a good day. Call.
2: Thank you, Ron. 800 990 3776. Again, 800 990. ESPN. We'll continue to talk about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, what would you prefer? If you knew Rodgers wasn't coming back to the Packers, would you prefer that he retires or he gets traded to play somewhere else? 800-990-3776. Phone lines are open. If you're on the line, stay right there. We'll get to you next. It's Galsall and Russ presented by Bud Light.
0: You're listening to Bud Light Gals and Russ. Bigger gamble, egg salad out of a vending machine or gas station sushi? Egg salad.
2: I stopped off at a gas station for a snack, and I ended up with a full Bavarian pretzel the other day. Like a soft pretzel. It's a wild yeah. ride.
0: Did you have nacho cheese with it? No. Yeah. I it.
1: Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Keep your on.
2: All Packers, all Rodgers, all the time here on Scalzo and Russ. We're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, Joshie DiMaggio, you, the Scalzo and Russ family, 800-990-ESPN. Again, 800 990 37 76 and on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust, we have it uh posted as said earlier today by Rich Wise Rich Eisen. Rich Wiseman. Wiseman. Nobody's ever called him that. Hey oh the Packers want Aaron Rodgers to retire or play for another team, given those two options, and only those two options. What do you want to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Do you want him to retire, or do you want him to get traded? Because it doesn't seem like too many people want him back the way that Benny and I do. 800 uh, 990 We talked a lot about what the Packers want in terms of their personal motivations, in terms of self-preservation, uh, and in terms of future roster building. Tom in Waukesha. Welcome to Scalzo and Ross. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got?
1: Hey, guys. Greg, I think you're missing one side of the equation. And, and when we're talking about self, self-preservation, self um, you're presuming that if Aaron goes to another team, oh, because he's going to get his mat on, he's going to light the league on fire. Well, here's the thing. Um, for decades, when a quarterback is approaching his 40s, there's a steep drop-off. The cliff is very, very sudden. And we've seen it with everybody. If it weren't for Tom Brady doing what he did after his 40s, we might not even be having this discussion. So here's a what if. What if? Aaron Rodgers is a traitor to the Jets, and he's terrible. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not predicting that. But what if that happens? Well, then, talk about self-preservation, they look good right now. And Goody looks like, well, it's a good thing he
2: went up and got somebody before Aaron did fall off the cliff. Tom, let me give you this scenario. He already fell off the cliff, and Goody already missed his opportunity because he could have gotten five times the return the call. if he did it this past offseason as opposed to doing it now, and instead Goody gave him $150 million guaranteed, and they're stuck in this predicament. So like, no matter what, I don't know why you're trying to like act like, wh- I'm not trying to present only one side. My point is, is this entire time this Packers team operates out of a place of fear. They were fearful about what Jordan Love was going to look like, and they didn't want to get rid of the two-time MVP, back-to-back MVP, and Aaron Rodgers, and then ship him off to another team for five first-rounders, which they probably could have gotten from uh, Denver last year, at least four first-rounders, based on, on what Seattle got in exchange for Russell Wilson. So,
3: like, And as bad as Aaron Rodgers played last year, was it wasn't near as bad as old R.W.?
2: So we could make up a million, uh, 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 you know, fake analogies here. My point is, is that no matter what you think about Aaron Rodgers, I understand the steep cliff that many quarterbacks fall off of when they get to that point. A lot of those tend to be physically uh, related, or, or, or you know, physical injuries. Aaron's won two of the last three MVPs. That hasn't happened to any quarterback this late in their career. Even Tom Brady. So, like, I, maybe Tom is the one exception, but I'm not willing to give up on Aaron Rodgers the way that you're willing to give up on Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think the Packers are doubting Aaron Rodgers as much as you are. Otherwise, they wouldn't have given him that three-year, $150 million guaranteed extension that they gave him last offseason. They would have shipped him off and gotten even more uh, in the return there. 800 ESPN, again, 800 3776. I just appreciate everybody right now. Reaching in to their
3: take bag. And no matter what we will present, we are going to have the mass majority of people who are anti-Aaron Rodgers now continue to reach and reach and reach and reach and throw scenarios that are going to fit that narrative. And I I know we all do this, but we're reaching the point now where we're forgetting, like, again, I know there's a cliff, but he did something that you said that not anyone's been able to do. And so we're just like, oh, he's going to fall off. He's Drew Brees. He's Peyton Manning. Medicine's getting better now. I know that's kind of a you know, Aaron does a little bit things a little bit different, so people are gonna say, you know, he's not gonna last as long because he's different and this and that. People are sick of how he's different. People don't like him. They think he's causing too much of uh media hysteria. It's all Aaron's fault. It's all this. They were eight and nine. It's time to move on. He sucks in the playoffs. Well, guess what? You know what comes with suck- sucking in the playoffs? Jordan Love could do that for the next five years. I'd rather take a chance, even though he's Aaron, Aaron has not been good in the playoffs. I'd rather take a chance
2: with a real chance
3: than guessing, which feels like the Packers are doing with
2: Jordan Love. And I forgot that gentleman's name. I think Thaddeus. Um, like I'm pretty sure. Like Thaddeus has a point. Is that was that who it was? No. no. Uh, Thaddeus had a point. Whatever his name Fad.
0: was. Scott and Walkershaw. Uh,
2: Scott and Walkershaw had a point. The big question is, are the Packers willing to risk it? They could trade him. He could stink. They could trade him. He could win another MVP. Are they willing to risk it? That's the question. Let's go to who is next here. I think Chuck Chuck and Stalas. Chuck, welcome to Scalzo and Bros Presented by Bud Light. What do you got? Hey, guys.
6: I just wanted to call and say to all of the Aaron Rodgers uh, deniers, how are, how are they going to feel next year if we go 0-1 against the Bears, let alone if we go 0-2 against the Bears? So I just want to hear your comments on that and I'll hang
4: up and take my, take your comments off the air.
6: Thank you for the call. call.
3: I mean, the Packers will ultimately be like entering a new era, right? Like I don't know what Aaron Rodgers did against the Bears off the top of my head when he took over after Brett Favre. I know that he didn't have the greatest season. I know that they, that like the, I own you Bears era will ultimately come to an end like Right, like it's it's just inevitable. There's going to be growing pains with Jordan Love if they do do move on with Aaron Rodgers. But I also don't like the small mindset of like, what do you do against the Bears? Right, like how how are we going to? What's it going to be like if you lose to the Bears? What's going to be like if you like missed the playoffs for the next four years with Jordan Love? Because like, again, I know it was a down year, but I, just, I why am I feeling like we're on an island? Of wanting Aaron Rodgers back because it gives the Packers a chance, because a chance is better than being stuck in purgatory of eight and nine and seven and eleven, because that's very well where they could be headed for the next four years
2: if Jordan Love isn't the answer. Well, let's see what the Skousel and Bros family has to say about that. 800-990-3776. Teddy in Watertown. Teddy, welcome to Scalson Russ. Presenting by Bud Light.
6: So two things. One, you had talked earlier about how, you know, why would Goody trade him now if he didn't trade him last offseason? And the way I see is, Rodgers is, you know, he's getting old. He's a little bit of a sinking boat, and it's better to step off the sinking boat before it's at the bottom of the ocean, even though it might have a little bit of water and it might have a little bit of life left, and it's a step off now before it's too late. And two, with the whole thing of whether to have him retire or go to another team, I think anybody who would say retire is kind of I mean, I don't even know if they're even believing in the future of the Packers because it's either, you know, he retires and you get a $40 million cap at this year and nothing, or he goes to another team and you get at least something out of it. You take up a little bit more of it or you you hit a little bit of his cap and maybe you get a better draft pick. You know, it's kind of like to pull an analogy out of my analogy bag that everybody's reaching into today. It's when you have an old rusty car, and you're like, should I take it to the junkyard, or should I should I sell it to somebody? Oh, but if I sell it to someone, maybe I'll see them driving it around town, and that would make me sad. Like, no, you take the extra money in your pocket, and you go on with your day. Should Thank we ask the Scalzo
2: and family for the Thank best analogies of Aaron Rodgers? No. 800-990-3776. You, Get 800 espn I understand the analogy. It's a little bit different, though, when the entire world is going to be talking about how that beater that you just sold is running better than your brand new car, and that's all you hear about, and everyone's telling you how, you, how dumb you were for giving up on Ferrari, this beater. But it's a Ferrari,
3: man. It's a Ferrari in the garage.
2: Let's go to Niall in Campbellsport. Niall, welcome to Scalzo and Bros Presented by Bud Light. What do you got? Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, how about we... Uh Play Rogers till the end and
6: trade Jordan Love and go for Anthony Richardson.
2: I mean, look, Thank if you want to hit the reset button even further back, you can. That's the big question is you went from, in 2021, you had a team that was the number one team in the NFC, had the number one seed in the NFC side of the playoff bracket. You had one down year and now we're talking about blowing the whole thing up and rebuilding around Anthony Richardson. Yeah, baby. I like it. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's go to Jeff and Madison. Jeff A, hey, welcome to Scouts and Brust. What do you got? What's that what's happening, boys?
5: Love, Love your other. Monday energy.
2: So uh
6: I just wanna ask you guys your personal opinion. Do you really honestly believe that we can win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers leading our squad next year?
2: I do. I think they would have to be committed to winning the Super Bowl, which might mean uh doing some things that have traditionally made them uncomfortable, like parting with draft capital in order to get some veterans uh, aboard the team. But
6: I, I, I I'm not feeling it. Like I think it's time that Goody's finally learned it's time to move on and start rebuilding because Why aren't you Aaron feeling riders it? with the whole like I'm just he's he just he's, he's not committed. He just doesn't He's more about himself than he is
2: about the team and winning. But give me something other than uh, just give me something other than your gut to support that for a second. Uh, well, I don't, like we
6: we invested in him last off season, and then there's all these reports nowadays that say that he's not showing up at camp. He's hold on hold on hold, on, hold on, hold on. Did you know
3: on, that he was quick, showing Jeff. up in camp, not showing up to camp, the two years he won the MVP? <laughs> well,
2: no, 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 I'm just going to say, like, he didn't show up to Thank three weeks the of volunteer. I was going to ask Jeff how much he cared about uh, Matt LaFleur. off. How much he cares about Matt LaFleur skipping out on the NFL combine. Coaching staff's <laughs> not at the NFL combine. Are we going to hold that against him? Because we hold against Aaron Traditionally, the coaches, everyone in the organization agreed that Aaron doesn't need to be there to help read the playbook to the the young guys. And everyone said, well, maybe if it just adds .001% uh, of benefit to the team, he should be there. So then hold the whole team accountable. Have the head coach be in Indianapolis dishing out these rumors and hearing the rumors that Rich Eisen's hearing uh, at the bar late night, which I'm sure aren't just repeated stuff that the same media members are all telling each other. If, if
3: if Aaron Rodgers uh, is going to be moved on from by the Green Bay Packers and and our callers are like Goody's Goody's finally seeing it now like this is the same guy that's going to rebuild your roster this is the same guy that after two number one seeds brought you Alan Lazard Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs as your best three wide receivers after two number one seeds all right cool let's put it in that guy's hands to rebuild let's
2: let's do that eight hundred. 990-ESPN-800-990-3776. If you could pick how this ends, and you know Aaron's not coming back to the Packers, do you have him retire, or you trade him elsewhere and get some return? Next, Scalzo and Bross, presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Bross. He is- he, he has been, been recreated. recreated. He's been this guy forever. He Always stopped. He's he's been ta- this guy. he stopped
3: trying to roll out of the pocket. He plays within the system, oh, and that he's is been such hogwash. It's not hogwash. Right it is not hogwash. It's such hogwash right now. It is not hogwash. <laughs> it is one hundred percent not hogwash. <laughs>
1: Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Camel. Scalzo and Bruss presented by the world's greatest beer Bud Light. Ben Bruss, Greg Scalzo, Josh DiMaggio, our guy Alex G holding it down. The ESPN Madison Studios downtown off the Capitol Square. What up, G? Not much. How about you, BB? Wow, I like this. I love him. Such a good energy. Just the best. We're talking Aaron Rodgers. Rich Eisen had his ears to the. Uh, grinds to, ears to the streets what's the saying i was going for the there? pavement no it was one of those where i'm like the the back end will just fill fill it ears to the that's ground that's what she said just ears to the ground
1: that's what she said <laughs> <laughs>
2: In Indianapolis around the NFL Combine and one of the things he heard was that the Packers are hoping that when Aaron's ready to make his decision, since this is his decision, uh, he is going to either decide to A, retire or B, that he wants to pursue his career elsewhere. Uh, which way do you think they actually want him to go? And what do you want to happen? If you know Aaron's not returned to the Packers, would you prefer uh, that he retires and you never have to see him play for another team? Or would you prefer that he gets traded and the Packers get a little bit of a return, 800 800- not. Nine zero thirty seven seventy six Twitter, at Scalzo Russ. Let's start with our guy, Alan in Milwaukee. Alan, welcome to Scalzo and Russ, presented by Milwaukee.
5: What's going on, man? Alan. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good, man. right <laughs> uh, Well, if they're going to trade him, they definitely have to bring back, uh, like, proven players because they can't surround Jordan with even younger players because he's already going to be bad, and they can't wait for even... Younger players to come along, or else the team is going to be doubly bad. But uh, as far as Aaron' situation is concerned, I think the Packers kind of got themselves into this this issue, kind of going all in on Aaron until he, you know, until his situation, you know, removed itself to go all in on Jordan instead of like hedging their bets and bringing in a capable backup to take over in the meantime, um, because they've had several chances to bring in somebody like. You know, Jameis Winston or Baker Mayfield or Wait, what are we talking about? Anybody?
2: Why would we want Baker as as Mayfield or J- Jameis Winston to be the quarterback for the Packers?
5: Would you want Jordan Love? No. <laughs> exactly. So if you if you had one of them as the as the second guy, you wouldn't have to put it all on Aaron or all on Jordan. You could say, well, you know, you kind of have that 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 other person that says, well, Aaron's got to make a decision, but we have this other guy to go to until then. And then you can, you don't have to rush Jordan out there because Jordan's going to stink. So it's either are you going to delay the inevitable and watch him stink in front of everybody and, you know, cost yourself a job or whatever, or are you going to be in limbo with Aaron for or purgatory with Aaron for this season and next season, the season after and the season after.
2: Thank, Thank you for the call. call. Thank you, Alan. 990 800-990 ESPN. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Yeah, you're talking about a bridge quarterback. I don't like the bridge at this point. I don't want him to be really point, good or really bad. Yeah, it's been it's been three years. It, like, here's the deal: is if you want to move on from Aaron Rodgers, that's your decision, right? As the Packers, really, it's his decision. Because if he doesn't want to move on, good luck. But he leaves. You have two years of Jordan Love. If Jordan really stinks this next year, you're still gonna have him on that fifth year option. You're probably gonna go back and give him a chance in his second full year as a starter with a full you know what I mean? And I mean, at that point, $25 dollars. And at that point, if he st- you know, that then you might go in next year and draft a young quarterback or bring in some competition for him. But
3: In in the premise that Alan brought up in the beginning, with the the funny part to me was he was like, Well, you can't surround Jordan Love with all these young guys. It's so like Oh, so, so you want for Jordan Love, for, for Goody to go get more weapons for him? Oh, okay, sounds good. Like, if they did that.
2: Oh, it, they will. If, oh. if, if Rodgers leaves and Jordan's the guy, they're going to bring in a veteran or two for the pass-catching position. They should. Cap opens up, baby. But it's still, they're not going to add anybody that brings them from an 8- or 9-win team to an 11- or 12-win team. They're still going to add some veterans. 809 37-76. Let's go to Dad D- Dylan in Milwaukee. It's not it right and everything. I know, but I thought it was Dallas because it's Dylan, and then I got Travis underneath, so I read it as Dallas. It's a Joshy move right there. Yeah, that's all Josh's fault. No, it's not. It was my fault. Paying back to Greg. Yeah, right. back Sorry, I
3: shouldn't be doing that.
2: Dylan, 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 and Dylan. Welcome to Scals and Bros. Presented by Podlay. You spit hot fire.
0: Yeah, thanks for taking my call, guys. Uh, I think there's only one right answer. Is he leaving? It's that Packer fans to hope that he retires. First off, you're not going to get the Russell Wilson bag for him. That's just not the case. And, Ben, you said you felt like you're on an island wanting Rodgers back. That's going to be a real crowded island if Rodgers goes and kills it and loves struggles. Everyone's going to want Gutekunst gone. Everyone's going to want LeFleur gone. I've always thought about myself as a forward
3: thinker like that.
0: Yeah, but, like, that's the thing. You just want Rodgers gone if that's the case because so many people are going to say that they were on your side a year from now, two years from now. It, it's just it's not going to work out that way. And Packers fans are going to make sure that they're going to say that they were right about it the whole time and they're going to want to rebuild next year. And you, you get what I'm saying. Like it, it's, a, it's a mess the way Packers fans want to run them out. And if he goes and does something else, then everybody's gonna be on his side. Of
2: course, so, yeah, call. Call. and it's gonna be horrible, Dylan, for a next gen a new generation of Packers fans, the same way at the end of Favre's career, a young generation was like, Screw this guy, we're all about Aaron Rodgers. And Favre went to New York and then came back to Minnesota, and more people were anti favre uh during that time. And it's an ugly way to end a relationship with your franchise quarterback and a guy in Rodgers that many people were hoping uh, was not only going to supplant Favre, but really improve upon Favre, although it has become quite a Farvian story. 800 3776 Quickly, let's go to Travis in Stoughton. Travis, welcome to Scals on Ross, presented by Bud Light. What do you got?
6: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Love your show. Love hey, you. um, real quick, though, I had to call in after... The, the caller that asked about, you know, if you guys think they can win a Super Bowl next year, I just, every time I hear this, all I ever hear is, well, if the Packers do this, if the Packers do that, but they don't ever do those things, right? That we're talking about. So, I mean, what exactly about this past season gives you confidence they could t- they could turn it around? Is it just because of it, Roger's talent? Because I can't think of anything that gives me confidence that they'll be good. Yeah, you know yep. any better next year?
2: I'll give you a couple. Yeah, really uh, you know, I'll lead with Rogers' talent. And anytime you have a a, a transcendent talent like Aaron Rodgers uh, coming off of a admittedly down year, a bad year, he's rebounded before. If if he can rebound and play at a high level again, you've got the best running back combo in the NFL, an offensive line that all of a sudden feels healthy with Elton Jenkins and, and David Bakhtiari back at full strength two young wide receivers to build on with the passing game, and hopefully that's where they can continue to add as that wide receiver tight end position. And a defense that the second half of the season started to turn it on more and is still built with pro bowlers, or, or all pro caliber guys at every level. I'm not going to name everybody in the team, but there's a lot of talent there defensively. There's a lot of investment there defensively. And in the past, those things that we say they don't do, you go back during Goody's tender, and he has signed some big-ticket free agents. He has gone out and found some um, you know, some diamonds in the rough when you look at, at what uh, Devondre Campbell was a couple of years ago and uh, Rasul Douglas a couple of years ago. like They have done those things in the past. I'm, I'm not saying that I would bet on them to win the Super Bowl if Rodgers comes back, but I would say that it gives them a chance, absolutely. I
3: know all we've heard is what the Packers want from Aaron Rodgers, but I'd like to think if Aaron Rodgers is back, he's also saying what he wants, and that would be something for it to be different, because I agree with that last caller. Nothing they've done in the past has been like, oh, they're going to do some stuff that's different to make this team a Super Bowl contender, but if Aaron Rodgers really wants to win a Super Bowl and he's going to come back to Green Bay, I'd like to hope that they come to an agreement of doing something a little bit different to help him get there. 800-990-3776.
2: Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Trade or retire. If Aaron's not going to be a Packer, what would you like to see happen? If you're on the line, stay right there. If you're not, phone lines are staying open. It's Galzo and Ross presented by Bud Light back in two minutes.